What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 77 of the TorontoGameDose.com podcast. I'm your host, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDose.com. With me, as always, is Brett. What's up? Uh, and Composing Dan is back from the dead. I'm back. How was last week? It was good. Yeah, it's fun. I made a that comment. better about... without me, isn't it? No, it's not. Usually. <laughs> Usually a little better. No. Usually, it's a little... We need an audio guy on here, because every now and then some audio thing comes up, and, we're, and Brett and I just kind of shrug at each other. It like, never happens. Yeah, it never happens. <laughs> never happens. I don't think there's ever been an audio question. <laughs> no, we just, we've most well, likely... We've had like 70-some-odd episodes, and we've had like three questions, so... Maybe... Yeah. No one sends questions. Well, people ask questions. question ratio is really low. To be fair, I don't really ask people to ask us questions anymore. Yeah. I've, I've noticed that. You're just like, who cares? <laughs> it's just a fun thing that we do. Yeah, yeah. Our, our our user base interaction is quite low. We have a uh, we we did hit a certain milestone in subscribers though. Oh, I will say. What's that? A thousand. Wow. Yeah. For subscribing to what? This podcast. Sick. Across all the channels. So. That's cool. There's that. Uh. But no one really, I don't know, I guess people don't, they just like, listen, they probably just like hit the subscribe button on the, on the iTunes or whatever. Mm. And I then say just, hi to all the bots. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just bots. Maybe it's just Hello, nine, bots. It's just 999 bots and Aaron. <laughs> um, followers. It's E3 time. Yeah. Oh. EA or E3. So uh, while we're recording this, I want to st- kind of stay away from prediction stuff this episode because. We'll still probably do it. Well, yeah, maybe. But by the time people listen to this podcast, all the E3 stuff will happen. Um, so as, so just as a note for anything that we say during this podcast, we're recording this Sunday morning. So EA has done their stuff, but no one else has done their stuff. Who's tonight? Is there anyone tonight? Microsoft Saturday, uh, for Sunday. Microsoft's at five o'clock, and the Bethesda's at at midnight, which sucks. What? Yeah, they're at nine p.m. Pacific time. Oh, right. Pacific time. Yeah, man. Well, so it's, well, it is in LA. Oh man, that's so late. I know. I'll I'll, I'll watch that one in the morning. I was um like, I think it's going to be a game time decision for me. Like just how I feel. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> usually I go to bed around eleven. I'll just see like how I feel, but I usually go to bed around midnight, so I might actually be up. Yeah, but if it's like I don't know how long are these things. They're like the EA one was like two hours. Oh, was it two? Oh my god! Maybe, maybe an hour. Maybe an hour. I can't remember. Because they, well, they do the conference and then they do like the let's play shit afterwards, like where they yeah. where they kind of go dive like they. What I'm trying to say here, dive deeper into like the games that they like just talked about. So right, yeah, um, yeah. I don't even know what Bethesda would have that what I would care about. Well, the like, they. I was just looking on Reddit, and they just uh, apparently there's a Reddit ad for uh, we or sorry, what's the that horror game that they created, Evil Within Two. Okay, yeah. I like the first one; it was fun. So maybe we'll see. Uh, uh, what's that Thief one they did? I totally forget the name right now. Thief. No, the the one the Thief game, Dishonored. Oh yeah, no, didn't Dishonored two just come out last year? I don't remember seeing it come out. Did it come out? I think it came out. Man, if it came out, I totally missed it. I don't even know. There's no way it's out. I think you and I think you and a lot of people missed it because I'm pretty sure it came out and just fizzled, and people didn't like it as much. You're probably right because I totally forgot. I totally forget that it even came out because I liked the first one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, initial release for Desire Two, November 11th, 2016. Jeez, I totally slept on that one. I think it's probably like five bucks on Steam right now, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm loading Steam up right now. <laughs> Just to see if it is five bucks. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I'll, I'll get my hands on that. So what other big things are we expecting? Ubisoft, PlayStation, Nintendo. Nintendo's Tuesday. They're All last, day eh? Tuesday, yeah, they're last. That's for last? Yeah. Tuesday morning. Tomorrow's the good, like a pretty decent day with uh, PCs tomorrow, Ubisoft tomorrow, and Sony finishes it up. Yeah, at a respectable 9 p.m. <laughs> start yeah. time. Yeah, <coughs> that's that's a I, every year I always order pizza and just kind of chill on, on the on the couch and watch. People got to work on Monday morning, man. Bethesda thinking. I know it's. I know. 
They had one last year because that's when they announced uh, Far Cry 4. Or No, wrong guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wrong Ubisoft. guys. I think Ubisoft was Midnight last year. Um, Fallout 4. Fallout 4. Fallout, Fallout 4. Did that come out last year? No, that came out two years ago. Yeah, it's been out two years now. So the the year that they... Because I remember watching that one because the big rumor was that Fallout 4 was being announced. And that was definitely not at midnight. Mm-hmm. No. I wonder if theirs was at... Well, Xbox is, I think, at 5 o'clock this time. Or maybe it's actually 5 o'clock that time. No, it's 5 o'clock tonight. Oh, is it? Like our, our time? Yep. Scorpio pixels, bro. You're just going to see flashy animations all, all night. Do you think it's going to be, like, uh, just completely Scorpio? Oh, we're going to see a lot of Scorpio. <laughs> we're going to see a lot of Scorpio. and But they're going to show a lot of games, too. We're, we're also going to see probably a lot of cross-play stuff for PC to Xbox, like the Windows stuff. We're definitely going to see some of that. Yeah. The one thing that they they have said is that, because Bioware showed off uh, just a little teaser for Anthem, which is their mm-hmm. next uh, RPG, and they said that it would they would show more at Xbox uh, conference today, so... Right. It'll be more of that, and they'll and they'll pull some shit like it's powered, really, you know, it's it's made better with Scorpio tech or some shit like that. So. Well, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the games we've been playing. Dan. Um, I haven't been playing a ton because I've been busy with other things over the last couple of weeks, but I I st- I'm still making my way slowly, chipping away at uh, Song of the Deep, which I actually am enjoying. Yeah, I, I picked it up because uh, that's like an EB Games like produced game, and they mm-hmm. just they just gave me a copy when I pre-ordered a bunch of stuff or traded in a bunch of stuff. I just like qualified for a free version. I didn't really get into it. I played like a little bit of it, and uh, yeah, it's it's all right. I mean, the storytelling's pretty good, and the and the puzzle solving's pretty good. It's got the whole Metroidvania thing where, you, but it's underwater, mm-hmm. and you're going forwards, you're going backwards, you're figuring out things, you get new powers and you remember other locations and you go back and solve those things and it's really it's deep in that regard like it's pretty it's pretty good um and the battling is actually kind of fun and whatnot so and all the creature designs are pretty interesting like i'm uh, i'm having i'm having some fun with it um aside from that i finally beat tomb raider <laughs> the oh the is on the podcast steve told me like uh, I don't know how long ago that was now, like six months ago. I told him where I was in the game, and he said, oh, you're like right at the end. So for whatever reason, I was just like, okay, I'm right at the end. I'll, I'll polish this off another day, and then I never really got back to it. And then I go back to it finally, and I was like three hours from the end, had a ton of game to finish, and then I finally beat it. I was, I, yeah, I, we talked about this, but I, I was confused at where you were because I was thinking of that one ladder on the beach or whatever, or the, the one elevator on the beach. Yeah, no, it was it was actually later than that, but it was it was all good. It, that, that was a fun game. That was a good one. I was a little disappointed by the ending, but I liked it a lot. I like the the second one. Um, like, I think the second one's a better game. Has more mm-hmm. stuff in it. Has side quests and all that stuff. But it's it's a lot loses some of the, I guess, uniqueness of it because it is just like there there really isn't like that much different. Whereas the first Tomb Raider, like, it's basically like an open world Uncharted. So it was great to yeah. kind of just, like, explore the world and stuff like that. Like, I never really felt that in an Uncharted game. I just kind of moved from point A to point B. But that Tomb Raider game, like, it was so fun to just kind of explore and find the hidden caves and all that shit. Like, one in Uncharted in 4, remember when you get to that island? Yeah. That that was, like, the first kind of moment where I was like, whoa, this kind of feels kind of open. Yeah. But, but there, it didn't but there, last very long. But there, yeah, and there wasn't really much on that island either. <laughs> no, there wasn't much there. But there was a couple little little secrets to find. Yeah. There was a Marco Polo um, uh, achievement. I remember that. They do that. In, they've done that in every game, haven't they? I think. Um, I know. I think two, I, that was like a reference to the to like the first game, right? I know in I know in two there's a trophy to get the Marco Polo. Like there's some pool. You're on top of like this roof, looking over the city. And there's a pool, and if you get in the pool, he'll he'll say the Marco Polo thing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's been, yeah, it's probably been in like every game. And in four, it was like near a uh, like uh, crashed ship, a sunken ship near the island or something like that. Right. Yeah, it's on sale right now, and I kind of I feel like I traded that game in a little bit too premature. I kind of want to get back to it, try out some of the multiplayer a little bit more, but um. Mm. It's on sale, like it's on PlayStation's having like a <coughs> days of play sale or some shit. So 
I kind of like it's really the only game that kind of looks on there. It's I think it's like twenty five bucks. So I gotta check that out. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. Um, There's a right. couple other ones I want to play. Yeah, such as um, the Edith Finch game. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I like those kinds of games. I know you don't like them. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> the, what that is it? The disappearance of Edith Finch or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, can't remember exactly the title now. But you just read the Wikipedia and get the same thing. Don't worry. That looks like fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like those types of games. I don't know why you don't like them. I don't no know. Patience. Maybe. <laughs> All right, Brett. Um, I've I've been I've been getting like just hammered at work, so I've just been playing my my stuff. So yeah, that's it. Just tiny rails, a lot of tiny rails. Um. And tonight, oh, as soon as I'm done playing this, uh, talking, doing this thing, I'm going to be playing Blossom Tales because I need to get some game on. So. Oh, yeah, man. I've been hearing good things about Blossom Tales. Yeah, I they actually talked to Tyler about that the other day. Just, just did an update today or this week. Nothing major on the update, but there's an update, so I'm going to check it out and play it. I'll be streaming it, too. So it'll be a fun little afternoon before I go see Wonder Woman. I'm just going to game it up. But yeah, I've been doing a lot of tiny rail stuff. We're we're getting uh working on the steam release and stuff, so which isn't a scoop, but we are working on it. No, that, yeah, the, the, you you guys were on Greenlight and yeah. successfully on Greenlight, so <clears throat> Yeah, but that's all I've been playing. Uh was I playing another mobile game? Oh, I was playing that Magic Carp <laughs> mobile game. I'm I'm deep into that. I I got to the point where I actually spent money on it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what about it, but yeah, I haven't seen a point to buying purchasing anything yet. You get the um, you get the little Pokemon buddies. You get the diamonds to get little like basically just bonuses to stuff. So is that the nerve they're hitting with that game? The catch them all nerve? No, it's not. It's not catch them all. I don't know what it is to be honest. Like basically, the game if you haven't played it is you're you um. You have a Magikarp in this kind of like tank, and you can eat food and stuff like that by just kind of tapping the screen, and then you kind of level up. And the battling, all it is is just jumping higher, and all all it is is just if your power is higher than the other person's power, power your Magikarp will jump higher. Mm-hmm. And then once you kind of like your Magikarp can only level up so much based on your own sort of level, um, you basically that that. Magikarp retires, and then you kind of just keep going. You fish up another one, and then you just keep leveling up, and, and it's like a slow grind. Um, and it's just like it's just like a fun, stupid little game. I dropped like seven bucks on it just because I wanted uh, uh, Snorlax, and I, I didn't really feel like waiting because you can get the diamonds by leveling up and stuff like that. So you can get the pre-currency right. pretty easily. So wait, it has actual Pokemon in it? Yeah. So there's like maybe eight. Pokemon that are buddies, so mm-hmm. Pikachu, Snorlax, Slowpoke, like very few select of them that just kind of do different bonuses. Oh, huh. intrigue. It's a stupid yeah. little thing, but it yeah. got to the point where I was like, all right, I'm just going to drop seven bucks. I played this game maybe like probably four or five hours over the last like three weeks. So yeah, I don't know. It sounds like Pokemon to me. Yeah, <laughs> it even has the same syllables: Pokemon, Magikarp. The same thing. All the same games. They're trying to get the Pokemon nerve. Since you're working on Steve, <laughs> it's got me. It's got him. Um, other than jump them all. <laughs> jump them all. Other than that, I've been playing uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Which how's is, that? It's like so. It's not as good as two. Like I only played Mass Effect two, and I really, really liked it. Um. The, the, like, animation and stuff like that seems to be more hit and miss. Like, it's not all characters look really weird. It's just, like, a few. Um, one one of the Krogan's, like, voice actor is just this really, like, light, sort of scrawny-sounding voice, and it's in this giant, like, alien. So that's more... That's weirder to me than animations. Um, and the story is kind of cool, and, and I'm maybe... I think I'm, like... I think the games told me I'm like 10 or 15% into it, so I'm not super deep. But it's still like Mass Effect gameplay. It's fun. It's quick. It's it's uh, it's it's fun. It's definitely no. It's not like a big step. Like there's a big difference between Dragon Age One, Two, and Inquisition when they made that on uh, PS4. 
But Mass Effect 2 is a better game than Mass Effect Andromeda. Like, it doesn't really take advantage of, like, you know, the seven years or so it's been since Mass Effect 3. Um, but it's also, like, a different studio, so that kind of makes sense. Apparently the game had, like, a way bigger scope back in the day. I don't know if you guys saw the Kotaku article recently. But they, no, I have, I have not been paying attention to that game at all. It, like, the game, the development of the game kind of just, like, like had a lot of problems kind of internally. And they had a bigger scope for the game. Like, they wanted to kind of focus this one on exploring. And so right. the, the planets, they, they wanted to do sort of a... Um, like the what No Man's Sky did, where it's just like generates by an algorithm. But this oh. was like before No Man's Sky was announced, so it mm-hmm. kind of came up separately. And for whatever reason, just like fizzled out. And but that scope, I guess, was still kind of like part of the game. And then they just kind of wrapped it up way too soon and, and just shipped it out. Um, I don't know. It's it's not like the way you like the way I was reading that game on Reddit. You think that the game like kind of beat up your mom um but it, it's fine oh, right. like it, people were like overreacting way too much just as people do as gamers do yeah, um, as one i'll be right back uh, uh, my phone's about to die i gotta charge it up okay um yeah it's, it's like it's not the end of the world it's like it's it, if i was super excited for a new mass effect and I, and I got that i would certainly be disappointed but uh just as kind of a casual fan it's like a fun it's a fun game I'm down for going. So it's just the hardcore guys who are really freaking out. I think so. And just like, I don't know if you ever kind of go on Reddit, but like, people on, like, the gamers on Reddit are just. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. So, um. I that, try not to pay attention to reviews. Yeah, I just, I, like, I try to find the people that I sort of like and trust, and then just, like, rely on that. And none of those people are random Reddit people or, or whatever. So, right on. Um, I'm back. Oh, is your phone charging? Yeah, it was like I, someone just texted me, and I didn't realize it was like the last sliver. Of I'm like, oh damn, I better go put that in. Actually, my phone's close to dying too. Uh, let's go to hype time. Oh, wait, all oh, right. We're, are we done talking about all the cool stuff? Well, the games that we've been playing. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Are we done talking about E3? Uh, no, we're going. We're coming we're, back to that. Yeah, we'll come back. Sick. Okay. Actually, before I, I, we before we go to hype time, we're gonna just talk about the patrons. Thank you to yeah. Peter, Brian, Gene, Tabby, M5 Games, yeah. Gigi, yeah. Renaud, yeah. Lindsay, Tyler, Gala, Dan, Brian, Ben, Stephen, Lee, Devin, Toby, Dan, Chris, and Aaron. The two Dan's are Dan Curry and our boy Dan Rodriguez. What was the first one? I missed the Brett. first one. That was Brett. No, Brett's not on there. Pierre. <laughs> Pierre. Yeah, he's a uh, so the peers uh, from MacamaSounds.com. Check them out. Oh, right. Official sponsor, uh, as well as oh wait, I gotta pull up the. Mm-hmm. Just want to become... make sure that name was heard because because uh, it kind of got buried. Oh, Pierre. Yeah, and same with Brett. No, nope. yeah, Brett's name got buried in there too. That's because yeah. Brett's not on there. Brett's totally there. We're only eighty away for before I sign on, and before We're... Brett's iPad. Yeah, still waiting for the iPad. <laughs> iPad prices. iPads are getting cheaper, so you know. Are they still give him do- a one for twenty bucks at a garage sale. I'll just give him my old one that I never use anymore. <laughs> Shout out to our highlighted freelancers as well. Jake uh, is audio guy, Lindsay's artist, Scala is a developer, Dan's audio, Devin's a writer, and Brian's audio as well. And Brett's a game designer. Nope. In fact I'm gonna remove you from <laughs> the freelancer thing. Okay. <laughs> this got serious. Well, you're not. Are you? You working a full time thing? That's true. But if people want to talk to me about game design, be like, "Hey, Brett, how do you do this cool stuff that you do?" And then I can be like, "Yo, you know what? This is how you do it." And they, you could just be like, "Hey, you know what? There's 77 episodes of me talking about consultant." <laughs> yeah, ask the question, and then I'll put it on the air. There you go. If you have a game design question, then I'll yeah, answer. but freelancer implies that you're doing work to get paid for it. Yeah, well, okay, get rid of it. Be gone. Get rid of it or start paying Brett. Yeah. <laughs> but I have a good job now, so I don't really need it. Um, Now we can go to hype time. I already did it. The hype? Hype? Did it already. Brett, what's going on with Game Dev Drinks? Game Dev Drinks. 
Wednesday, 21st. While you're talking about this, I got to go charge my phone, so I'll be right back. It's the two-year anniversary of Game Dev Drinks. So it'll just be a party. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get there. If there's anyone listening who wants to drive me from London to there and back, that'd be dope. But <laughs> as of right now, I am might be MIA. I'm trying not to be MIA though, but we'll see. So it's been has it been two years consistently straight every month? Two years consistently straight. We've only missed one month, which was Christmas, because that was we were like we're not doing a Christmas party because right. I didn't think that was a thing. So we only missed the Christmas uh, party because we didn't know, and that was in the year one. But we've been doing two years consistently straight with guests and all kinds of stuff. So, and game devs drinks technically existed before as well, right? And then took like so, the, yeah, like I like I had one false start or something like that, or no, this is the thing with game dev drinks history. So I started it in uh, I think it was like 2012, and like the first two months was going pretty cool, like fine. And then I got a job in Ottawa, like right away, like right then. And uh, I had to, I had to go. So I, I just, uh, I passed it off to another dude, and uh, I was like, "Hey, you run it while I'm gone." And I think he did. I don't know. But when I came back to Hamilton, uh, he, it was, it was kind of not doing anything. Mm-hmm. So you picked up the reins. Yeah. Two years. That's good, man. Congrats. Because yeah, what was happening when I came back? The the game dev drinks kind of turned into this like demo and coffee thing with tryout students and stuff, but no one was doing anything. Like no one was showing up. So I'm just like, well, I'm back to do my game dev drink stuff. So I just started. And it's been two years. Yep. So what's going down at this next one? Just a party. 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 We're just going to get a drink on if I'm there. Hopefully, there might be food. I don't know yet. Um, but, yeah, it's just going to be a party. Um, so anyone can come, just show up. Have, we're just partying. That's all it is. And then after that, uh, we'll have some guest speakers in August. Nice. So. Wait, did you say there was going to be free food? I don't I don't know yet. Remember that? They, they didn't give us free food one time. Yeah, yeah like pizza, <laughs> pizza and like some other stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was for... I think that was at the one-year party. Uh, do, I wonder if they know. Tom should uh, talk to the guy and be like, yo, two-year anniversary. It's going to be a yeah, party. Yeah, I, I emailed them and told them like, it's our two-year anniversary. Um, Tom does a pretty good job of, of uh, stitching it all together. Yeah, way better than the last guy. That's why I asked him to do it while I was gone. I still run everything. I still organize it all. No, that's uh, – he, he was a good pick. He's, he's good. He's good with the crowd and stuff like that and just kind of yeah. like, you know – Exactly. I figured he would be the right person to do that. So he's like he's like a teacher. Ah, oh, I see. He has that kind of like vibe. He's like has he's like, you know, just has command of the whole room and just like is just mm-hmm. calm. When's uh, very teacherly? Unlike my style. When's the two year one? The twenty first of nice. this month. Cool. I'll be putting the event right up probably tonight, tomorrow, whatever, and then uh, that's that. And Tom's gonna wear a toga. Yeah, I'm gonna try my best to get there. I haven't quite figured it out. I might ask someone just to drive me there and drive me back. Like I'll pay for the gas or whatever. So, but we'll uh, see. Just I, all right, wait. Are you done? Are, do you have all your? Is that I have you? another thing to hype. All right, hype it up. I got this one came in special request from where I work. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which we'll probably put it on the website later. It's up to Steve because I don't have access anywhere. I was going to say, oh, are, are we going to put this up on the website? <laughs> Good. So uh, for everyone who's listening that's into gaming in general. Um, <laughs> Imagine most of the listeners. I hope so. So right now at Tiny Titans, um, we're doing uh, – what's we're, we're just looking for players to come and play uh, Tiny Rails, our PC version, um, just for feedback. So – we did a feedback session this week on Wednesday. We had about five people show up. Um, so we're just trying to get more people to come for the next one, which you have to come to London and play. That's like the main caveat. You have to come to London and play. Um, there'll probably be coffee and donuts and stuff like that. Um, if you come, you'll probably play for about a half hour to an hour. There's a questionnaire and stuff. So if you want to be a part of it, you can email... Uh, I believe it's support at Tiny Titans. 
dot com, and uh, you can line up when the next one's going to be. So we're just trying to just get as many people as we can for the next one. Um, so if you're willing to drive out here, or if you're in the London, Ontario area, or close by, um, that'd be very appreciative. And you get to hang out with me a bit. So, so. any anybody like any kind of person, anyone, like somebody anyone who, who plays games. Actually, we even had people who don't play games. Uh, show up like they've never played played any of it like any age too like you're looking for maybe some young kids who yeah any age i I think really like probably like probably like 15 upwards maybe 13 like anyone who can play games really yeah but what what but what's the demographic for tiny tiny rails tiny rails i don't know man it's like all over the place is it yeah, it's it's very. I remember you were saying like some mom, um, like yeah, th- yeah, really we happy. had like little kids playing, like six year olds, seven year olds playing it because it's just a low key casual game, right? Well, it's a low key casual game. Yeah, it is pretty casual, but like casual in the sense because you're running a train, <laughs> like mm-hmm. so it's it's not like the it's not like casual in that way. It's still a sim game in a sense, but it's very low key and just chill. So. But yeah, we're looking for te- gameplay testers who ever want to come down. You can put that you can put that shit on your resume for those out there trying to get that QA job. So just saying. Cool. Or you can you can you can like even message me on Twitter at Brett Meester if you don't remember the email or whatever, and I can I can hook you guys up to the right place. And then maybe we'll put this on the website too, Steve. Uh yeah sure. No, probably not happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, just give me like. Is there a website for people to sign up, or or they just they just, just really email support at Tiny? Yeah, Chains? just throw it right to the email. Okay, I, I can throw it on the site. Cool, 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 cool. So is there? There's not a day like. Uh, well, we just did we just did the one on Wednesday, and they're starting to roll out the plan for the next one. So oh, I don't know the actual day, but they just wanted to start getting people on board so they can send out that email to them and be like, "Here's the day that we're going <laughs> to do it," and then they can start planning. Right. So like. Someone like Dan Rodriguez, who doesn't do anything, <laughs> like he could come down, you know, and play the game, and probably talk music because we need someone to do some music. Probably, I'd have fun coming out and playing the game. Oh, Dan's coming down. Then we could do some lunch, dude. Make it on Friday. Make it. Uh, I, I actually tried to get it on Friday for this the first one because Friday just seems to be the better time for people. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did Wednesday, uh, Thursday or Wednesday. So then I could come out to a comedy show in the evening. There's no comedy shows on. Oh, you said there's one on Friday. Oh, not this. That's Brantford. You're coming anyways. Oh, that's Brantford. Yeah, that's Brantford. Oh, okay, it's closer for you. Yeah, it's closer. But you can probably come and pick me up Wednesday, the 21st. Oh, is that what's going down? <laughs> I just drop you some gas money. You can come on out, hang out. Uh, if you take the bus here, you can have a place to sleep. If they no, take the bus I can't, back, <laughs> can't do that. The buses here suck. There's no, there's no go bus from London to Hamilton. Which you're sucks. getting the, you're getting the train tracks now. Yeah. Well, soon I'll be driving. Don't worry, guys. That'll be done in like seven years anyway. So. Yeah, it's true. Um, that's it for hype for me though. Dan, is there anything you want to hype up? No. <laughs> Nothing. Excellent. What are you doing nowadays, anyways? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not working. I'm actually just I'm, I'm just working on the studio and fixing gear and just like having fun with that. And, yeah, you had a you had an interesting life hack last night, which will be tweeted the week, I'm sure. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, no, I'm just. Uh, I mean, I've got some projects on the go. I've had some video game companies contact me recently, and I've had uh, I've got the shows coming back and in. in August, so I'll have 26 episodes of television that I got that I'm, I'll be getting through. And oh, you're doing the show again? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do the show again. It's uh, season six of the show, so it's like in the end, I, I just wanted, I needed to take all the time off because I had done like 61 episodes in a row of television, right. and I was just okay. I'm, I am done. So I have not worked since February, but uh, I'm getting back on it. And I, right. I, actually, I did a few advertisements too recently. I did some, some Pizza Hut and Tim Hortons pitches and stuff like that. And nice. Yeah, just for just to make sure that uh, I grease the wheels a little bit here, grease the gears. Yeah, it's all about networking, bro. Well, it's all about making sure I don't get rusty too, because like it's pretty easy if you take some time off to <laughs> kind of forget 
you know, or lose some of those efficiencies and, and like streamline workflow that you had and have to kind of put things back together. So right. mm-hmm. make sure you keep up on it. Uh, Saturday, June 24th to Monday, June 26th is the VRTO, Virtual and Augmented Reality World Conference and Expo here in Toronto. Third oh, yeah, annual, I was going to hype that too. Yeah, the third annual Virtual and Augmented Reality Conference will be later this month at the Rogers Centre here in Toronto. Uh, there is an Eventbrite and tickets and stuff like that. Um, Are you going? Uh, I will I will most likely be going, yes. So just one fan? <laughs> what? Just one VR fan will be there? Aw, Dan might go. I uh, I'd love to try some more VR. Like I've, I've my VR experience is very limited. Like I, I remember trying a bunch of VR things, you know, when it was just kind of becoming a little bit more mm-hmm. um, fashionable to develop that stuff. Mm. And uh, the experiences weren't that hot. So I'd like to try some good ones. So, quote, recognized internationally for its high-caliber, high-quality discussions in deep-depth training, world-class presentations, top-level speakers, VRTO brings together compelling disclosure, discourse and bleeding-edge prototypes, demonstrations, innovative companies in carefully crafted schedules and environments. VRTO is always an opportunity to build powerful and long-lasting business and personal relationships, blah, 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 blah. Uh, empowers people to share the world, culture, knowledge, and dreams with the assistance of emergent, immersive technologies. You're an augmented reality fan, Brett, so you can go to this. Yeah, I'm done with augmented reality. There you go. This, this is VR and that. Yeah, VR shouldn't be with it. So, again, that's Saturday, June 24th to Monday, June 26th. <clears throat> By the way, based on my emails, uh, you will see a shit ton of VR announcements at E3 this year. Wow. I would I'm... say 40% of the emails I get, and I, get, and I think I said this on the last podcast, but... I got maybe I'm getting maybe like ten to fifteen emails a day. It's kind of died down recently because now E3 is like kind of gearing up. Like it's it starts on Tuesday. I'm just gonna say we haven't seen a single <laughs> VR announcement yet. Yeah, because it's all it's it, they're all invites to their own like booths and well, shit like that. I'm just saying, so far zero percent. Oh, maybe in just terms saying. of like mainstream announcements, PlayStation will have some stuff. Oh yeah, PlayStation. I'm will just have saying stuff. we're batting zero percent here, Steve. PlayStation kind of has to, don't they? I would hope so. EA didn't announce anything yet. No, EA is not really doing unless, VR stuff. Unless they're going to save it for. Uh, so th- well, I mean, yeah, you know what'd be fun? VR hockey. That would be sweet. That would be kind of sweet. That'd Just like awesome. the even like a mode where it's like the refs. You know how the Rogers has like the cameras on the refs. They should do a mode where a play happens in front of you and you have to call the right like penalty and shit. To be the referee in a game? Yeah, just a, as a fun mode, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, it's tons of fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You want to be the umpire in baseball and call them strikes? <laughs> yeah, it'd be sweet. Then you get the the, the you can get arguments and stuff. You're giving me a hard time about like wanting to play Edith Finch. You're talking about refereeing sports <laughs> games instead of playing sports games. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying as a fun mode. Get off my back. <laughs> a referee? Um, that would be... Uh... That would have been cool back in the Wii U days, so the guy with the gamepad could have it, and then would be just calling <laughs> offsides and stuff. I don't even know if that would be fun. <laughs> I'm not sure if that would be fun at all, but it'd be like offside, and then you'd have to, oh man, <laughs> it could be kind of fun if you were drunk. It would have some like GTA law enforcement thing, so if you do a bunch of bad calls in a row, like <laughs> you just get hounded by the crowd. And the- it would be kind of cool, maybe, it would be like, a, it wouldn't, it would not be a system seller feature. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like that, but it would just be funny to do. Like, yeah, here you go. You get the game pad to do the ref. <laughs> uh, totally be like, hey, here's your six hundred dollar VR mode. Yep. <laughs> here you go. You wanted VR and hockey. Uh, <laughs> it worse, just like tennis. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> you, the line boy, just put your arm up every so often. Like, yeah, that's out. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Oh man, we should make VR features. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. What, well, Tiny, is Tiny Rails ever going to have VR? Okay, I'm not allowed to talk about that. It's coming to Steam. Get the HTC Vive. You just drive. You could just be the conductor or whatever. Yeah, it'll be the or an engineer. I don't know Actually, who drives the train. Conductor or engineer or a train. <laughs> I don't know who does drive a train. I the conductor, right? It's engineer. 
Isn't it an engineer the one that fixed the trains? Who drives a train? Yeah, what, what's that? Google says is it an, a driver? an engineer, American and Canadian, engine driver, driver train driver, train operator. Train operator. person who operates a train. The driver is in charge of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's an engineer. Oh, interesting. What is the job of the train conductor? A conductor or, or guard is a train crew member responsible for operational and safety duties that do not involve actual operation of the train. Oh, interesting. Well, now we know about trains. There you go. Throw, the, throw that into the game. There you go. That's your research. I thought it was a conductor, too, man. That guy's getting all the credit. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was always... The, I thought it was a train conductor, too. To be fair, the only reason I thought of engineer is because there's a there's a, a a part in King of the Hill where Peggy's talking to some like woman and and the woman says like oh my husband's an engineer and then mm. Peggy just says the kind who drives a train and that's where that's that's where that came from but conductor is you're right conductor gets the all yeah why would a train guy be called an engineer that's kind of loosey goosey you know like <laughs> I think anyone could just drive a train yeah. Why can't it just be... Train driver. Yeah, why isn't it just driver? Hmm. You don't call it, like, a a cab driver isn't called, like, a cab engineer. That's true. Interesting, interesting. They stuck one in there. But I guess, like, the airplane guys are called pilot. Pilots. Yeah. But they didn't steal that word from another job. True. He was probably an engineer back in, like, the original train days. So engineers stole the engineer from the engineer. Oh. Oh. Deep. Deep. I think we're looking at uh, just the English language having two different meanings for the same <laughs> word. <laughs> Classic English. We're going to go into news time. Oh, we, yeah. We still got news, 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 news. Uh, just some quick hits this week. Uh, Adam West has passed away. That, that's not the news I was talking about, but oh, yes, he my did. bad, but rest in peace, Adam West, beloved Batman star. <clears throat> oh, man, I had very fond memories of like watching Batman after school. There's a really great uh, thing floating around um, Twitter. Uh, uh, it's like top of the line on Reddit right now. Really mm. great graphic with them, with all the different versions of Batman holding the Adam West version. Oh, that's cool. Oh, See really? That? No, I gotta, I'm got to go on there right now. I'm going to send yeah. it to you guys. Just send it to me. Anyways, news. All right, we're not doing it. News, news, news. Uh, just a few quick hits. Colorful minigame Colory. It's free on iOS and Android. You can download that one. It's from uh, Freelancer Gala on Twitter, or uh, part of the site that I mentioned earlier. It's Patreon and all that stuff. Colorful mm-hmm. game available is on iOS and Android. Swim in the world of colors and discover all the different minigames. Beat each minigame to unlock the next colorful one. Beat them all and don't be a loser. It's a fun little uh, game like each. It, it's all based kind of on um, matching up whatever you're kind of rotating or spinning or whatever to the colors that are kind of happening. So, like, one of the games is, you know, there'll be uh, a, a circle and the edges of the circle divide into four regions that are four different colors, and you rotate it, and then there's colors kind of coming in from the outside that you have to kind of match up and stuff like that. So you you do, like, each mini game is, like, 30 to 60 seconds, and then you kind of move on to the next one until you die. It's fun. Hmm. I've never, um, I mean, I've seen things similar, but I've never seen anything quite like this. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like I've, some of the games that were in it, I've played, like, a game where it was just that. Mm-hmm. Matching right. up colors and stuff like that. But this one kind of goes in a little bit more of a, a WarioWare um, type mm-hmm. thing, where it's just, like, quick and, and kind of move on to the next one. Um, I don't want to, like, it's not, it's not like there's, like, 700 minigames in this thing, but... Um, I like how it's straight up caps on loser. Yeah, is that that must be a Donald Trump reference? Maybe, maybe loser. What's going on here? Hmm. It looks pretty cool. Number two, uh, Mirage Arcane Warfare was free this weekend, so if you're listening, it's probably a little too late. But they are, uh, have, you know, investing deeply into this, so check it out on Steam. Um, they also talked about kind of the upcoming, pardon me, upcoming DLC and stuff like that, but. This looks better and better every time we see it. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I wish I played it. It's just like I was kind of talking a lot last podcast. Like I'm not really big on first person shooters online, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not big on PC gaming. So to kind of combine both of them, if this ever comes to PS4 though, I'm I, I'm down. I just want to point out, uh, it you can play it for five more hours. So yeah, <laughs> so no one, no one will no a little late, but. 
keep an eye on their Twitter and on the website and stuff like that because they'll probably do more. Mm-hmm. Um, June, uh, I might oh, yeah, give it a go. If, I'm going to see if my computer can run it because I can get in on that. Yeah, that's the big thing. That's the other thing with me. My computer is not like a beast or anything like that. So. Yeah, I'm going to see what I can do. If I, if I cut out and die, uh, it's because my computer is going nuts. <clears throat> Number three, Cryptarch is coming to PS4. Game I'm personally excited for. So if you played Apotheon, that was the last kind of PS4 game. Uh, Cryptarch's been available on Steam for a while, though. Um, so after two years of development, it's, it's finally coming. It's like a roguelike sci-fi shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very, very excited for it. So June 20th, I think. I closed the page already. And you have to like you you have to clean out um what? You have to clean out ships and, and like make money and buy yeah, the way I understand it and I haven't played but or I play I played like a demo of it at Bitbazaar like two years ago. Right. Um but the way I believe it's is the ship generates and it's it's roguelike or whatever, so it's you know it's oh, cool. randomly generated ship. And there will be a core in that ship that you had to destroy. And you can go straight for the core and try to take it out. But what you could also do is there will be different parts of the ship will be, let's call them subcores or whatever, that you had to kind of destroy to like make it easier to get to the main core. Um, and then you and then you get money and stuff and you move on to the next one and, and things like that. I'm assuming there's some sort of like it maybe not uh, leveling up or you unlock new weapons or, or something like that. So there's got to be some sort of... Oh, yeah, the money that you make you probably spent to, to upgrading a ship and stuff like that, right? Yeah, similar to... I'm hoping it's similar to uh, Rogue Legacy, which is probably my favorite like roguelike game because you kind of are getting stronger and stronger each thing. It's not like Binding of Isaac. You're just kind of learning more about the game. I'd rather kind of like level up and stuff like that. Mm. So. Yeah, it looks good. Like, yeah. I, I would be down to play with this. Yeah. It's, it's on Steam right now. I think Early Access, uh, maybe it's full release now. I'm not sure. But, um, so you can, so PC guys can't play it, but. Your Steam link doesn't go to Steam. Does not? Oh, wait. Where is your Steam link? It says almost two years ago. I thought that was the Steam link. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think I actually linked it to Steam. No, you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. All you gotta do is just Google Cryptarch Steam, and it'll probably Dude, come up. this is the hub of magic. People want to hit the buttons and go to the places. Okay. Number three. Uh, who is this? Nintendo... Rumble Pocket showed off... Uh, or we got some kind of first footage on Rumble Pocket. I'm just trying to think of who... Nintendan posted a video on uh, mm-hmm. Rumble Pocket on 3DS... If you remember that they did announce the release date, I think June twentieth as well, right? Uh, some, yeah, I think so. Um, so you can play it on 3ds if if you so choose, or it's on Steam, or it's on Wii U. Play those versions instead. But. I went to um a, a, a shop called Game Horde in mm-hmm. um Georgetown, mm-hmm. and they have like it's it's kind of like both new games and retro games. They actually had a copy of Flintstones at Dinosaur Peak or whatever, which is like really rare NES title. Hmm. But um, they had uh, a copy of Runbow on Wii U, and that's the first time I seen a physical copy. I was like, "Oh, nice! That's sweet." I, w- I would have grabbed it, but I don't have a Wii U. Are you uh, are you allowed to say if you're because they they announced they're working on a Switch game? Are you are allowed to say if you're part of that in any way or? Um, I'm a. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or should I just edit that all out? No, oh, no, you don't have to edit anything. I don't know. I guess, so they announced they're working on a Switch game? They All they said is they're working on a Switch game that's uh, single player, I think, and and mm. very 13 a.m. Oh, right, right. Cool, 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 cool. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I've had I've had talks with, uh, with them in, in the past and whatnot, and yeah, anything that they're working on, they're inclined to... Give me a call and start uh, start talking. There you go. <laughs> uh, Move right along then. Last one before we talk about E3 stuff again. Uh, Orphan Black, the game mm-hmm. developed by a Toronto developer, which is pretty sweet. Uh, Orphan Black, I I don't actually watch the show, but neither do I. <clears throat> my understanding is that it's ending this year, or it's on this mm-hmm. last season. Yeah. Um, so this game 
they gave me a code for it. And it's pretty fun. It's it's similar to like the the Hitman Go and, and yeah. Lord. I was gonna say, did they just clone this game? Pretty much. Um, and I haven't played any of those games before, mm-hmm. so this is like money. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I know they're on Vita though. I just Are never, they? Yeah, Lord. I think the Lord. Uh, one of them is for sure. Maybe both, like Lorecraft or Hitman or both. I can't remember. They're on PlayStation 4 too, aren't they? Oh, are they? I think so. Maybe. Um, but I'm so I haven't played any of them before, uh, and it's fun. So if you're not familiar with like that kind of game, you're given like kind of a, I guess like a um, a path that your character can move, mm-hmm. and there's right. other there's other shit on the map that you know, might kill you or you have to trigger a trap or something like that. And so you have to kind of move along these these paths to get to the end. I know somebody who worked on this. Oh, did you? Yeah, my buddy Anthony Godino. You met him once, Brett. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Anthony, what's up? Yeah, this is this is made... This looks great, Anthony. Looks awesome. This is made um, by the same... It's like the same sort of... I mean, Orphan Black is uh, the same production company that on the show that I work on too. Like my music supervisor, the music supervisor on the show that I work on is uh, the music supervisor for Orphan Black too. Getting all getting all those tracks ready and um and yeah, it's definitely done this season season five, I believe is the last one. Yeah. Oh, is is uh is it made in Canada? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even know that. I know nothing about the show to be honest. Yeah, no, it's made in Canada. Which is pretty sweet. Cool. Uh, so you can check it out. It's on iOS and Android, I believe. Yeah. Yes, yeah, on Android and iOS. So check it out. I don't know actually how much it is on the phone. Uh, two bucks. So there you go. And they just it came out like a few months ago, but they just came out with a big update leading up to the final season. So awesome. There you go. Uh, and that's it for news time. Um, just one more news thing. Yeah. Under Cryptarch coming to PlayStation 4 June 20th. Yeah. Uh, your second link says Laystation. <laughs> <laughs> because you only uh, hyperlinked the Laystation part. Classic. Classic Steve. I'll fix it right now. Screw you guys. <laughs> He's going to blame this one on the wife. No, that one. <laughs> that one was me. I wrote that one. Classic Steve. It's been a while, though. I have to say, it's been a while. It's been a couple episodes. I haven't been looking. I'm sure they're there. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You got to make sure you put that link into the actual game to buy on Steam. No, that's that's a personal opinion. Okay. That's not helping. The Lay Station. I'm going on, I'm going on mute. Uh, talk about E3. The Lay Station. Talk about the Lay Station. It's coming Press up. Press conference. Press conference for the Lay Station. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Tomorrow, Lay Station VR. <laughs> it's going to be a whole new thing, you know? That's going to be, that's going to move units for the VR, the Lay Station. The Lay man. Station, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, right VR is going to be off the hook. Like, <laughs> people will be getting two Lay Stations for multiple rooms and stuff, right? Like, can't well, wait. I am excited for. I mean, I haven't had a chance to watch. Like last year, I watched everything E3, but this year I haven't watched anything. I'm excited for the Nintendo stuff. I'm only excited for the Nintendo stuff. I am a little excited for Sony as well, because Sony usually shows good stuff. I, I I'm. Uh, where what else do I really want to watch? I I always I'm a sucker for Ubisoft's presentation. I I already know what they're going to show. But <clears throat> I like watching it. I don't know why. So did you watch the EAs? Uh, no, I have to watch it after this. I was trying to watch it, but uh, it it looked like I, was, I watched like a 30-minute recap on YouTube, and it just looked like it was a – like they were saying it was an absolute mess. Yeah, so, so I didn't I didn't listen to it. I only watched them. I only like had it on my computer. I was playing Overwatch, and I was, I was talking to some friends. So mm-hmm. I only had like the – the screen on and not the sound yeah um and it just looked yeah like it was just like need for speed looked kind of stupid right um anthem looked you know sweet but it also looked like we won't see that until 2019 so whatever right um battlefield they it's interesting that they haven't like annualized battlefield yet 
Because they're doing the thing where it's like they'll release Battlefield, whatever, and then DLC the next year. And then, mm-hmm. so, just DLC Battlefield, like, I don't really care about. Yeah. yeah. Um, Star Wars Battlefront 2 does look pretty dope, though. Like, the one the one thing that Star Wars Battlefield Battlefront did, 1 did was mm-hmm. it sounded and looked like Star Wars. Like, it, they did a really, really good job on the presentation, just making you feel, like, the, the sound especially. Um, right. Like the, the the lasers and the lightsabers and and you know Darth Vader's breathing, all that stuff like sounded on point. So looking at Battlefront Two stuff, like it looks, you know, like they're still continuing that. Like it, it still mm. looks and feels and sounds like Star Wars, which is which is awesome. And I'm excited for the the campaign too. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm more excited for the campaign because that's what I loved about the originals. So that that alone kind of got me hyped up. Was like yeah, campaign, and I saw. I just watched a little bit of gameplay for the campaign for Darth Maul and Boba Fett. I was like, "All right, this is this could be cool." Yeah, I'm down. <clears throat> the 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 nice thing too is is the, they're doing kind of the Overwatch thing where it's like DLC is free and they'll just have sort of loot boxes and shit. So, right. Because that was another thing with Star Wars with the first one is like the game was eighty bucks or whatever here in Canada, and then the season pass was also eighty bucks. Mm. So, it was like. It was just kind of a tough pill to swallow. So I only played it up until the season pass content started coming out, and then I stopped right. playing. Right. Uh, and then I picked it up again when the VR stuff came out, and when it was like twenty bucks for the whole kind of the whole package. So, um, mm-hmm. I'm so I'm I'm happy for that. Like new characters, new maps, and all that stuff. Like don't segment your your player base. Like just have like microtransactions that are sort of just cosmetics. Like. Mm-hmm. For people who want to buy it, they'll buy it, and people who don't want to buy it aren't like, you know, not playing with premium users or whatever. So it's it's, yeah. it's like the better way to go. I agree. Um, but yeah, other than that, EA was just kind of like it was just whatever. So I'm I'm probably most excited for half and half of PlayStation and Sony. Um, I was only excited about one thing from the E3 stuff that I saw for EA so far. And it was the uh, the Madden 18 stuff for uh, story mode. Like they oh, actually yeah. added it. Like I, I don't really care about story mode that much, but for some reason in Madden, I've always thought it should be there. So now that they did it, I was like, oh, that's sweet. They finally put it in. So I'm a little interested just to play their, their story mode. But uh, yeah, they're doing story mode in like all their games now, yeah. all their sports games. Like the they're bringing back NBA Live. And yeah, that has story mode. I was laughing because uh, I saw some comments and people were already complaining about story mode for football. <laughs> really? I'm like, it just got announced, guys, and they're already complaining about like uh, what the main complaint is. You like, you can't customize the character, right? The 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 hero, I guess, in this one. Yeah. So he he graduates um, from Texas or Texas U, whatever their their team is. And everyone's like, I don't want to play a Texas U character. <laughs> and I totally get it, though. Like, to be honest, I totally get their argument. Like, why didn't EA or why didn't they just let you pick mm-hmm. this, like the, the college team that you want to come from? Like, it's such a minor thing to do. Like, well, probably, they probably character and everything. But, I'm assuming Texas hooked them up with some money. Probably. But, like... Who cares? They could have easily done it. But yeah, it was an interesting comment from a couple people where they're just like, I don't want to be a Texas guy. I'm like, oh God, <laughs> this is awesome. That's, that's how they, all the story ones are, though, aren't they? It's, it's a pre, it's like a I don't pre-created know. character. I thought it was. Yeah, yeah I know. It's always been a pre-created, it's always been a pre-created character. Yes. Okay. But I can't remember if you can pick, like, the college that you come from and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. Um... These college sports are a much bigger deal than the Yeah, that that's yeah. the other thing. Like college football is <coughs> like yeah. the second biggest sport next to football in the States, so Yeah. Um Dan so Brent and I already kinda of did the podcast last week of our you know, our hype and our, our predictions and stuff like that. I'm still hyped. I'm still hyped. There you go. Uh, what do you do? You have any predictions for E3, or do you have any? What do you want to see? Your new PS4 owner, um, but are you kind of on the fence for Switch? Does Scorpio interest you? What What's the Dan Rodriguez? Um, Scorpio does not interest me, only because. Um, yeah, I've, I've never. Yeah, I've got a PlayStation. Uh, like I, I don't really need like another. 
powerful console, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. Like whatever gains you're gonna get from something like that, just it's just not really worth it to me. And the and the sort of uh, exclusive stuff, I mean, doesn't totally win me over. Um, a Switch though, that's a different story. That's something like just in sort of my house, I've got. PlayStation 4 upstairs on, on the 4K TV, but I've got like, this really nice sort of 120-inch projector thing in the living room, which mm-hmm. only does um, like 1080i, 720p, or whatever. Right, anyway, right, right. so it's kind of like would be perfect for a Switch. So I'm thinking maybe something like that, and it's it's sort of like the party room in the house too, so it'd be good uh, for people to uh, gather around the Switch. So I'm thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of content, obviously, I just like to see what what Nintendo has up their sleeve. I don't really have any predictions necessarily, but I'm curious to see what's going down. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of PlayStation, it's really just about like what they did last year, and 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 curious of uh, how much more of that we're going to see. You know, or, like we're going to see any any updates on God of War or Last of Us or that Gone Home. What was it called? No, uh, Gone. What was it called? Gone. The one with all those crazy zombies. What was that zombies. One? Oh, uh, Days Gone. Days Gone. Yeah. Are we gonna, we'll probably see some Last of Us too. I hope right? so. I totally I, forgot about that game until you just said those words. Hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, Last of Us two should probably be there. I'm, like, I'm, they, I would, didn't they hint at it <coughs> last E three? I totally forgot about it. They, they sure hinted they at it. Um, they they officially debuted it at the PlayStation Experience in in December. Right. So most likely, are we going to get any more of a look at uh, what's going down with the, that Uncharted DLC? Because yeah, I, I think that comes out in like August or something, doesn't it? Yeah, right. so we'll probably get a good look at something like that. Like all, all that probably. kind of stuff is sort of what I'm curious about. I really have no idea what uh, what else might might come of it. But um, you know, like we just got a sort of preliminary look at at God of War. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't show us anything because I'm not expecting to see it. Um, <laughs> I gotta but, imagine God of War is is going to be a March game, so so we'll see like a really good decent amount of it. It'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, that game I'm interested in. It's not gonna. I'm not gonna buy a PS uh, PlayStation Four for it, but I'm interested in it. I'm playing through three right now just to kind of like get hyped up for it. I've got little bits of three done that I'm just kind of chipping away at. Oh yeah, they re-released three on PS4, did they? Mm. True. Um, yeah, God of War is going to have like a VR mode where you can play as like the son just kind of watching his dad have all the fun killing things. Oh god! <laughs> I, I Your don't referee want idea is not all. so far fetched. <laughs> yeah, because VR is dead. So, son, I would be interested. I would be really interested to see. Like, obviously, they're going to come up with something VR related. It would be cool to have a VR related sports title that's not like a racing game or something like that, like a like a cockpit. You know, yeah, because the I think that one of the big like um, third party ones is Ace Combat is going to have a VR mode, sort of similar to like Resident Evil, how it's it's going to be like you can do v- the whole game in VR, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's going to be like I, as far as I know, all it's like Sony has released they re- just released Farpoint, which was their first person shooter, which apparently was pretty fun, um, and that's like. There is no other known first-party VR games. So one of my predictions was that they are actually like done with VR. Like they're just going to rely on third parties, kind of releasing uh, content. content and stuff like that. I hope I'm wrong because I have a $600 thing sitting on my table, but um, I don't think there's going to be many like VR-only games. I I think we'll see. I know they have to show something VR. Like, they have to show something. Like, or else, why did anyone even buy VR? Why did I buy VR? A million, a, mil- a million people bought VR, actually. It's, it's the PSVR, or PlayStation announced that they sold one million units of that thing. Yeah. Which is uh, not a small feat. It's better than, like, Steam and, and uh, um What's the other one? Oculus haven't announced their like they didn't announce one million people, so everyone's kind of assuming that PSVR is the best selling one. Interesting. And everyone was poo pooing on it because it'd be like the weakest one, but and it is the weakest one and it has no For content. Sure. So. No, it's got plenty of content. Marvelous. It's a London developer. Yeah, that's cool. Your boy. It's got yeah, I, I don't think I've met them yet, so I don't know. I, they ought to be wrong. Are they London? I'm trying to think of my head. I don't know. I think you're just making stuff up. 
Trying to make VR sound cool. It is cool. When was the last time you played it? Uh, Tuesday. Someone's just making stuff up. <laughs> okay, Someone so just quick question. You don't need to lie. If, if you were going to do a VR sports title, what would it be? Referee. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, I would like to do it as uh, the the uh, I'd call it the overly wealthy white man simulator. So okay. I could just be the GM, <laughs> just live, it and live the life of the GM. Sitting so at your desk, <laughs> yeah, doing the paperwork, going, I'm gonna draft this guy. <laughs> Maybe so, go on the yacht. I don't know. <laughs> Attend games in the box seats. No, actually, if I was doing a VR game, I would want to... Actually, I don't know if it would... uh, I would like to do... Well, it it wouldn't be good as a VR game, like, sport-wise, but I would like to do the... um, Not the coach, but, like, the play coach that's up in the box where they're, like, calling all the shots down to the guy. Like, that, like, overhead... Something about that would be kind of interesting, I think. You know, like, like, there's the guys that are up there that are, like, calling really all the plays down to everybody? Um, That'd be cool. It would definitely be something with coaching. Coaching would be interesting in VR, maybe. I don't know. You know what would be interesting? Playing quarterback. Yeah, I was. I, you know what? I was just thinking that. That's the go-to stuff, though. I'm trying to think outside the box here. Playing. Well, as, have, has there been a VR quarterback game? No, definitely no. not. Was, cool, yeah, how can you call it go-to when no one's I done know. it? <laughs> no, like if you're sitting down pitching ideas, number one would be yeah. Let's do a let's do quarterback for sure. No, I, I think or, I think the most obvious one is uh, is a home run derby. Yeah. That'd be cool too, actually. But like, you can look at everything that Wii Sports has already done too, right? Golf, <laughs> VR golf would be fine. Anything baseball related would be fine. Tennis, frisbee, ultimate frisbee. Yeah. Tennis would be cool. Yeah, baseball would be good. Ping, ping pong, bowling, bowling. Yeah, you're right. I think I think hockey would be too hard. Golf, obviously, like, golf's probably been done, right? No, hockey just, would be hard. You just be the goalie in, in hockey, though. But yeah, how would you like true. get on your knees and stuff? Like it would be weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You'd have to pad it up. Uh, I'll rely on uh, I'll rely on PlayStation Sports. You could, like your blocker and your glove, sure. But how would you like? Yeah, I wouldn't. It'd be cool. It, could, it, it tracks if you're like up or down. Like you would have yeah. to actually like move yourself. They could sell the sell the gear. VR <laughs> <The> support. <laughs> You have to use it. it. Has all the tracking nodes on it and stuff. <laughs> like a three hundred dollar. Yeah, three hundred dollar apparatus for <laughs> so I can play uh, NHL twenty eighteen VR. <laughs> it's like a fifteen hundred dollar game. Just the motion capture golf you balls know, all over. It sounds you. stupid, but I guarantee people would buy. It. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of interested in this Colia simulator. No, that no. is so much fun. There's only like four people who would actually like. Like hockey as much as that, and have the money to buy yeah hundred dollars of, of it would be hilarious though because like you could like have like professional goalies in the world VRing it down. <laughs> it probably yeah, I'm work... going against Patrick Waugh for some reason. <laughs> it probably worked best with games where you don't have to look up and down a lot. Like hockey, yeah. you got to look down the pucks. Soccer, you got to look down your feet. Like that kind of stuff. It probably worked best yeah. with games where you Baseball don't have to be constantly. I'm thinking, yeah, that's why. I'm, that's why I was thinking like. Uh, Baseball with the home run derby and, and quarterback. Yeah. Quarterback would be fun. Any stickball game would be cool. Stickball? Yeah. You know what would be perfect? Lacrosse. <sighs> That's not bad, really, because you're catching the ball with the stick, so yeah. it would be, that would be kind of cool. It would be perfect, but lacrosse just ain't popular enough. Although it might make lacrosse popular because that would be a lot of fun. No one, no one likes lacrosse. Tennis, obviously, that's been done. I'm sure. We're just naming every single sport now. Yeah, because VR and sports just works good together. Then you could do something like Skyrim in VR would be kind of cool. Oh yeah, Skyrim on Switch. Oh god, I hope they don't like. Oh devote... yeah, shoot! I, I hope... forgot about that. I hope they don't devote a lot of time to showing that. The thing that that's kind of concerning about Nintendo's is that it's only a half hour. <clears throat> so like. Yeah, but it's like ten hours of Treehouse. Yeah, but like, are they going to announce anything during Treehouse, or is it just going to be like, all right, here's sometimes here's four hours of Mario Odyssey and yeah, seven hours of the Pokemon game that we just announced? Sometimes you get that odd Treehouse game where it's like, oh, here's Fantasy Life, and you're like, wait, you didn't even talk about this game. <laughs> What's this doing here? I'm like, all right, I'm gonna because sometimes you get the odd like third party company that's going to make something that they show at Treehouse that mm-hmm. wouldn't be a part of the main talk. Mm-hmm. That's usually when you see like some third party stuff. 
because <clears throat> in my head I'm trying to like limit my expectations. It's mm. a ha- it's a half hour conference. Let's say half of it is going to be Switch and half of it will be 3DS. It's probably I think we're going to see majority. Yeah, well, I was reading this thing about uh, I don't know if I was reading or someone was talking to me about it. No, someone was mentioning to me whether like they don't want people to think that 3DS is dead. Because it's still their main cash cow, so that's why you're still going to see a lot of 3DS stuff, um, more so than just uh, Switch stuff. Like, it's too bad. Yeah. I hope they open up with the show, the the conference with of Pokemon uh, on the Switch. Yeah. No, wait, well, that'd be sweet. But I hope they just open the show with Reggie just taking a gun out of his jacket and shooting the 3DS on the ground, and then just pulling out a Switch out of his pocket, and then it shows <laughs> Pokemon stars or whatever. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> It won't happen, but uh, we should wrap this up. Uh, Brett, if people want to kind of know what you're doing social media-wise, where they can, where can they do that? Well, you can follow my antics on Instagram and Twitter at Brett Misa. And at Twitch, too, because I'm going to be streaming again soon. So. And don't forget TP Smoke. TP Smoke's dead. <laughs> Dies. <laughs> dead and gone. Not to us. Listening bots, follow TP Smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you want to follow Dan and all his crazy, wacky adventures of fixing shit, you can do so at Composing Dan. Tweet of the week. Ice cube tray is one of the most useful tools to make sure you don't lose all those tiny parts. That's true. It is. It was actually like a legit. That's a clever thing. Well, yeah. As soon as it's funny because like I had the ice cube tray in my garage for a while, and I was like, I'm actually going to use this. I put it there, and then I started taking all the screws apart and all the knobs on the synth. I put it, and I'm putting it in the ice cube tray. I'm going. Wow, this is way better than just kind of like setting them aside and getting everything mixed up like I normally yeah. do. Why make ice? Ripped out the Juno 106 voice chips. We're going to strip the coating off so the chips will last. One failed a while back, so I have five more to do. Are we but, doing bread tweet of the week too now? No. Oh. We can if you want. No. No, that's fine. Get bread tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. I missed the EA press conference last night. Did I miss anything important? As, yeah. we dis- as we discussed, no. <laughs> I forgot that was my last tweet. <laughs> uh, if you want to check out Charting Game Does, you can do so at charlinggamedoes.com, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Google, all that shit. Uh, Patreon.com slash charlinggamedoes gets this podcast early. Uh, thanks again to makamasound.com. Check them out if you're looking for some sound bites and stuff like that. Um, that's about it. And we'll happy E3. We'll see you next week. See ya. Peace.